Let's all rejoice. And let's all rejoice at the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles got it right. The Philadelphia Eagles selected at number 10 overall wide receiver Devontae Smith, Alabama. Heisman Trophy winner. The guy who dominated the college football playoff. He was the best player on the field in both playoff games. Devontae Smith is a stud. He is. He really is. I said all along, going into this draft, I wanted the Eagles to pick Jalen Waddell. And I say Jalen Waddell because Jalen Waddell was a home run hitter. He had two touchdowns last year of over 87 yards in the four games he played. But, I mean... There was no question that Devontae Smith was on his level as a wide receiver. Again, he was third on my list. Remember, it was Waddle, Sertan, Smith, Pitts. That, to me, was the way it was. If they got any one of those four guys, it was a home run. I told everybody I I was not in on Jamar Chase. I really wasn't. And again, not saying I'm right. It's going to be all proven out here. As you know, we'll recap the draft. So we'll go over where these guys went. But let's just talk first about the most important thing here. The Philadelphia Eagles addressed a major need. They did. And I knew going into the day, all I heard was the Eagles are going to take a cornerback. That was the pick, right? They were going to take a quarterback. They were going to go and select a quarterback or quarterback, a cornerback. That was the move. They were going to select J.C. Horn. They were going to select Patrick Sertan. That was the move. That's all you heard. That's everything I heard. All the intel was they talked about Horn and Sertan. They were compared. They were torn. You know, and, and according to the NFL, the NFL was torn. I clearly thought Patrick Sertan was much better than J.C. Horn. I told everybody for a while I did not want J.C. Horn. And why is that? He's a physical corner. I, and that's something I do like. He plays physical, but he does not turn the ball over. That's a problem. If you're going to be a physical corner, you need to turn the ball over. Let me ask you this about J.C. Horn. And again, might end up being an all-pro player. Who knows? But my concern was his father's a wide receiver and he's playing corner. And he can't turn the ball over. And chances are it's probably because he's not that good at catching the football. Hence why he's playing cornerback. And then you had Patrick Sertan. He was the prototype. He really was. He did everything right. That's why he was the only defender I was considering at this spot. Because again, listen, let's just go through it. Think about this. When the Eagles were going to pick a cornerback, right? I ask you this. And again, I'm not sitting here devaluing the cornerback position because listen, the Eagles need to address their cornerback spot here. I mean, really, they they didn't have to do it in round one, but I mean, round two, three here. And as I record this, I wanted to wait to see if the Eagles potentially trade it back into the end of the first round, which very well may. The Browns are making their pick as I talk here, but the reason I decided I could probably record was Howie Roseman, um, you know, Nick Sirianni, uh, Whitehall, they all spoke earlier. And again, the guy that I think they would have probably came up for, Greg Newsom, was just selected by the Browns. So he's the, the last corner. He had fallen down to 26. This was probably a spot where if the Eagles wanted to go up and get a corner, they could have did it. Now, again, it makes no sense. They could probably just sit at 37 and pick the best player available. They could get a corner in round three. Now, they only have one third-round pick because what happened with that pick? They traded that pick. They traded the pick that 
The Colts gave them for Carson Wentz. They did the right thing. They had to do it. They traded that pick with Dallas to go up to 10. Dallas went back to 12, and the Eagles leapfrogged the Giants. And I know a lot of people thought, well, maybe you didn't have to do that, right? Maybe they didn't have to leapfrog the Giants. Well, guess what? The Giants then traded with the Bears, and they got a haul. They made a really good trade. They traded down. They got a future first-round pick next season, uh, a couple other picks. But you know who they picked? They, they, they picked a 20, and they picked Kadarius Toney, wide receiver, Florida. So you will not convince me that they were not going to pick Devontae Smith. It's absolutely obvious at this point that they were. That trade was very quickly made when the Eagles jumped the Cowboys. So it seems to me once they saw that they weren't going to get Devontae Smith, they had a plan in place with the Bears that they would move out, and they did. So here's what the net sum was for the Eagles maneuvering, you know, from 6 down to 12 back to 10. They got the number 10 pick, which was Devontae Smith. They got the number 123 overall, which is a fourth-round pick, and Miami's first-round pick next season. What they lost was the sixth-round pick, or the sixth-round pick, the sixth overall pick, the number 84 overall pick, which is a third-round pick, and number 156, which is a fifth-rounder. So they gave up a first, a third, and a fifth, and they got Devontae Smith, a fourth-round pick, and a first-round pick next year. It's an unbelievable trade. It really is. Listen, Everybody who listens to this knows I am very critical of the general manager and the owner and what they've done to this team. And let me tell you this, this was a new beginning. That's what they told us, right? They told everybody going into this offseason when they fired Doug Peterson, when they traded Carson Wentz, that everything in this uh, building was changing, that they were changing. And guess what they did tonight? They changed. They did it. They hit a home run. They hit a grand slam. They did what we needed them to do. They traded back, and I thought that was kind of stupid to trade back in March. And by the way, there were no trades, really. They were the first trade of this draft. And this draft did not go the way the Eagles probably intended. So let's go over it. The first pick was Trevor Lawrence, as predicted. Everybody knew that in December. The second pick was Zach Wilson. We knew that when, you know, Zach Wilson had his pro day. That became pretty obvious. The Jets were going to take him. Then they guaranteed it when they traded Sam Darnold. The third pick was... This was a little bit of a shock because people thought this was going to be Mac Jones. It wasn't. It was Trey Lance. Trey Lance of North Dakota State. They have two quarterbacks picked in the front three in five years. It's incredible. Fourth, Kyle Pitts. Now, this was a spot where I thought you could see Justin Fields. You know what I mean? You could see Mac Jones. Uh, Maybe a trade out. No trade. They took the best player available, Kyle Pitts. Then Cincinnati, as I predicted and as we all figured, they would just do something stupid. Because they are a stupid organization. I am all in on slamming the Cincinnati Bengals. They are just a completely dumb shit organization. That needs to be noted. They are absolute morons. They are one of the most poorly run organizations in all of sports. Not just football, all of sports. And I'm talking bitty sports as well. Because they invested in the number one pick last season, a quarterback, a franchise-altering quarterback, and they saw his knee explode last season. And that's because he took an ass-kicking of epic proportions, and they decided to pick a wide receiver. And again, Jamar Chase might end up being unbelievable. I'm sure he may be. I'm sure Joe Burrow wanted him. Yes, he played with him. But guess what? 
their offensive line is garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's garbage. You could tell me all day that they signed Riley Reef. I don't give a shit who they signed. They needed to draft Panay Sewell. They needed to draft Rashawn Slater. They needed to draft lineman after lineman after lineman to make sure that their number one player doesn't get hurt again because he got his ass kicked and they didn't do it. They picked Jamar Chase. Oh, they can get a lineman in round two. I don't give a shit where they can get a lineman. They needed to pick a lineman in round one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And then next year, probably five more. They needed to ensure the fact that Joe Burrow was not going to get hurt again, and they did not do that, and they are stupid. And if you're a Steelers fan, and if you're a Ravens fan, and if you're a Browns fan, you thank goodness because Joe Burrow is unbelievable. He was a guy who could take Cincinnati and make them something, but their stupid, dumb shit organization made sure the fact that they will never, ever succeed. That's what happened tonight. That is exactly what happened when they picked Jamar Chase. And at that point, that's when I knew, okay, well, they, the, the stupid team did the stupid thing, so who knows if this draft is going to fall the Eagles' way. Only hope was that Miami would take the linemen. They didn't. They did the smart thing. Miami made an unbelievably great pick. They picked Jalen Waddell. He's an absolute slam dunk. He was my number one guy. I, if you had told me in January when the Eagles lost, well, in December, when the Eagles lost to Washington, that the sixth overall pick was going to be Jalen Waddell, I would have did cartwheels down my street. I would have did cartwheels in all the way to Philadelphia and then shook their hand and thanked them. Well, guess what happened? They didn't. They traded out a six. But, I mean, if you had said to me that was going to be the sixth pick, I would have been so happy and not foreseeing the Eagles trading down, but they did. They acquired a first-round pick to do so. And we could argue if that was right or wrong. I mean, I think we all feel a lot better about it right now because of the way this ended up turning out. But Jalen Waddle home run. Detroit, what did I tell you? Detroit said they wanted to bust kneecaps. I never for a second thought Detroit was going to take a wide receiver. I knew they wanted to trade out of it. I, I They wanted to trade out of seven. Which shocks me because I figured once Fields was there, this is the time, or, and Jones, like maybe New England comes up. Maybe, you know, Chicago did come up. Maybe Washington comes up. Well, guess what? That did not happen. That did not happen, and Detroit did the right thing. They said, you know what? We're going to take a freaking lineman, a guy that we think could be an all-pro. I don't care about his short arms. I don't care what people say about Panay Sewell. He's an unbelievable athlete. He's a really, really good offensive lineman. Detroit did the right thing. They figure, you know what, we're going to start winning the trenches. That was clear. I don't know how anybody who knows this stuff, like who didn't listen to Dan Campbell, see what he came in. They hired Dan Campbell to be the coach. You know what I mean? I know you'll say, well, Dan Campbell isn't making the pick. I agree, but they hired Dan Campbell to be the coach because he said he wanted to bust some kneecaps. And guess what? They're going to bust kneecaps with a guy like Panay Sewell. They are going to win in the trenches, and good for them. If you're a Lions fan, be happy. Eight. This is where the draft turned for the Eagles. This became now the most important pick because at this point, you're looking up going, okay, is Carolina going to pick a quarterback? We need quarterbacks picked, the Eagles. If we're going to get one of these corners, like that, that's what they wanted. They wanted a quarterback. You need a, court, a quarterback selected here. Well, guess what? Carolina picked the J.C. Horn, and I was ecstatic about it because, one, I did not want J.C. Horn. I told you at the beginning here, a guy who is too physical, and two handsy at the top of routes who doesn't turn the ball over. I'm sorry, he had four turnovers first compared to Sertan who had 10. And Sertan was like untargeted in the three biggest games they played all season. The, the, the Like they're in the playoff and teams are avoiding throwing his way. Think about that. They took J.C. Horn. I was ecstatic, but I knew what that meant. That meant that, you know, Sertan was absolutely going to be gone by 10. There was no way Dallas was letting him get past 10. So I thought, okay, here's their chance. The Eagles are going to have to trade up with Denver. 
Then you hear the, uh, the the big story breaks today that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay, and I hear that Denver's the number one team linked with him. So Denver, to me, picking Justin Fields became pretty hard. I, I didn't see it happening because my, my guess is that Denver wanted to pick somebody here if they weren't going to complete the trade with Green Bay, that they were going to pick somebody that they could possibly trade to Green Bay. And they're not going to trade Justin Fields because they took Jordan Love in the first round last year Green Bay. So Denver does not make a trade, and they pick Patrick Sertan. Which for Eagles fans is great that like all of us are, should be thrilled because Sertan did not go to Dallas. They still have a glaring hole at cornerback. They were going to fill it. I mean, that's what they were going to do. They were going to pick Horn or they were going to pick Sertan. And I heard they were even higher on Horn, which would have been ideal. But regardless, Dallas now is in a spot here at 10. They The, the well, corners are gone. So Dallas isn't picking whatever the Eagles or Giants are going to look to do. They do not need a wide receiver. They did that last year when they took CeeDee Lamb, and they took him from the Eagles. So what they did was they said, okay, we'll trade back. And Philadelphia said, we'll give you the 84th pick, and they went up and got him. And I'm positive Jerry probably called the Giants and said, hey, this is what they're offering. Can you do a little bit better? And the Giants said no. And they let the Eagles go up, and the Eagles hit a grand slam, and they picked the Heisman Trophy winner. The guy who dominated the college football playoff, I don't give a damn about his size. Like I said all along, we're not drafting Devontae Smith to block Von Miller. We're not picking him to block Chase Young. We're not picking him to block Micah Parsons, who's now in the division, and we'll talk about that. And we did not pick him to, to, to block you know, Cam Jordan, you name him. That's, they did not do that. The Eagles have picked Devontae Smith to beat corners on the outside and get open and let Jalen Hurts feed him the ball because that's the other most important part here. They could have picked Justin Fields. The Eagles could have picked Justin Fields. They could have picked Mac Jones. So don't tell me they're not committed to Jalen Hurts. They had an opportunity here. They had a real opportunity if they were not committed to Jalen Hurts to pick Justin Fields. They had it handed to him. They could have traded down and still gotten Jalen or uh, Justin Fields, and they didn't do it. And they did the right thing. They said, we're going to roll with Jalen Hurts. We're going to figure out if he could play. And now we have three first-rounders next year. And we got Devontae Smith, a legit weapon. So the Giants see us drop, jump them. And what did the Giants do? Because that's who they wanted. They trade out. The Bears trade up. They pick Justin Fields. Dallas then picks Micah Parsons at 12. Great pick for Dallas because that was the best defender on the board at this point. So it was, great. It was a great day for Dallas. I mean, they acquired an extra third-round pick, and they picked the guy that was probably their backup plan if the corners went. Anyway, they got the guy they wanted. And they did the Eagles a massive favor by doing that because the Eagles got Devontae Smith. And the Giants, like I said, they got Kadarius Toney, which told you when they picked, which told you that the Giants were going to pick Devontae Smith. It's a banner day. This was an unbelievable day right now for the Eagles. It really was. I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier because let me ask you this. Everybody wanted a corner, and I understand it. Like I said, Patrick Sertan was number two on my list. But this whole idea that the Eagles desperately need a cornerback, and they listen, they need a corner because they have Darius Slay. That's it. They have Avante Maddox who completely fell on his face. But let me ask you this. Who were the cornerbacks for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl? Think about it. Who were their corners? It was Ronald Darby, who everybody wanted just to hate. Jalen Mills, who is now officially a safety. And Patrick Robinson, who was just a cast-off, one-year veteran player that they signed. Those were the corners. They played exceedingly well, don't get me wrong. 
But those were our outside and slot corner for the team that won the Super Bowl. Who were the Bucks corners last year? Name me the Chiefs cornerbacks. Go ahead. I get it. Listen, I'm not sitting here and I'm not trying to devalue the position of cornerback. It is a very important position. We are running a new scheme. We're going to be playing a lot of zone. We have a great number one corner, Darius Slay. He's still good. The Jim Schwartz scheme does not fit cornerbacks. That's the truth. So anybody who thinks big play Slay, as they like to say, fell on his face last year, well, guess what? He, he wasn't put in a position to succeed with that defense. No corner has. That's why in five years, no cornerback succeeded for the Eagles under Jim Schwartz. Only defense alignment did because it was tailor-made towards trying to sack the quarterback. Different scheme. Don't get me wrong. There are guys here coming up, and we'll talk a little bit about round two here because, again, we, we have the 37th pick. So, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be very crucial here. And we have the 70th pick because we only had to give up the 84th, the Carson Wentz pick. So we have two picks coming up tomorrow that are going to be very important to what this team does. And there's a guy out there, St. Juice from Minnesota, you know what I mean? Asante Samuel Jr. is still on the board here as I'm, I, you know, I'm just looking around. There are plenty of guys the Eagles can select at cornerback coming up. Now, will that be the way it happens? Who knows? I'm unsure of it. And I'm not going to sit here and project right now what I think the Eagles are going to do because, again, the first round's not even completed yet. They could pick an offensive lineman, the kid from North Dakota State, because he's got versatility. How about this? The Saints just picked a guy that I thought the Eagles would be looking at. I said his name the other day, Peyton Turner. Uh, unbelievable riser. This guy was supposed to be going in the third round. He comes in the first round. So, uh... That would have been a guy I thought the Eagles possibly could have took at 37, Peyton Turner, which people would have said was high. They could pick an end. They definitely need a defensive end. That's without question. They definitely need a defensive end in this draft. Jalen Phillips is out here. Again, that's I'm not ruling out that they trade up right now and go get a defensive end. I would do that. I really would. If, if Jalen Phillips is on the board when the Eagles pick at 37, I would pick him in a heartbeat. Without question. It wouldn't be a freaking doubt in my mind to take him. Rousseau, I don't know so much. Kid from Penn State, absolutely. I would do those in a heartbeat. I think right now the way that this board is broken is that the defensive ends have slid down. So you can get a good edge rusher here. And Peyton Turner going higher than expected helps that as well. But Raccoons, I mean, you got a couple, Landon Dickerson will be there, you know, Creed Humphrey. There's going to be line guys that you can get in rounds two and three. You'll have an opportunity to pick corners too. But again, it, it, the Eagles are going to play it by their board. You can't come into a draft, right? This is what their problem was the last couple of years. They were picking to fill holes. They weren't picking BPA. What they did today was pick BPA. I know it, it fills a hole. But Devontae Smith was the best player on their board. That's what they said. He was their number one player left. And they made sure to get him. How can you be mad about it? I and I and I hate the idea that oh well you can't keep picking a right wide receiver well you you have no choice unless you get it right. The reason we won the Super Bowl was our offense was explosive. Heck, we lost our starting quarterback. We scored forty one points in the Super Bowl. We scored thirty freaking eight points in the NFC title game. I mean, offense you need to be able to score the football. And you'll sit there and say to me, well, who'd you have at wide receiver? You didn't have any elite wide receiver. Alshon Jeffrey was still at the end of his prime. He was unbelievable. He was unbelievable in the playoffs. Nelson Aguilar, we got the 
absolute best year out of Nelson Aguilar. You had Torrey Smith to stretch the field. You had Zach Ertz in his prime, who, by the way, is probably going to get traded here coming up. So don't tell me that they weren't equipped at the out. Again, just because you missed on J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. And I know Jalen Rager is only in year one, and a lot of people think he's going to improve. A, a lot of people who coached the Eagles, like Jason Avant, a, a, a lot of things I hear are good about Jalen Rager and his work ethic, and I hope they're right. Again, to judge somebody off of one year, it's criminal. I mean, was he Justin Jefferson? Obviously not. Am I concerned that he doesn't accelerate the way that he was supposed to? I am. But I'm not going to sit here and say Jalen Rager is a complete bust. I think Jalen Rager could be really good, and it's going to help Jalen Rager now that Devontae Smith is here. And it helps a guy like Travis Fulgham because he'll sit there and go, well, Devontae Smith is an X or a Y. Well, Sirianni, it sounds like, doesn't really believe in that. He does not believe that you're just defined by one position and that's the position you're going to play. We're going to move these guys around the line of scrimmage. That's how you coach. I have a feeling that our receivers of, you know, Fulgham and Ward and Hightower and Watkins and, and you know, and Rager and now Smith are all going to be involved. Ortega Whiteside. I'm not saying the Eagles are even done here. I mean, in round three, if they like Josh Palmer and he's still out there, or a guy I personally love, Cornell Powell, if those guys are out there, I, I have no problem taking one of them. Don't just sit there and say, because you took Devontae Smith, you can't take another one. Listen, you, we need weapons on this team. We need offensive playmakers. We got to learn to score. We didn't score 30 points in a game in forever. We need to score 30 points in football games. The year we won the Super Bowl, we averaged that. So yes, when Jeffrey Lurie says we need to be a top five offense, he's right. He's not wrong in saying that. That, that is the correct way to think. This was a grand slam. It really was. It, we keep our quarterback. We're going to give the kid we picked in the second round now a chance to be the quarterback. And we got him the Heisman Trophy winner, a guy he's played with in college. This is fantastic. It was a fantastic day. I couldn't be happier. I could not be happier. I was going to be so absolutely bummed if the Eagles picked J.C. Horn. I really was. And people could tell you all day, oh, it was the right move. They have a hole. Well, okay. But again, like I said, I personally am not a fan of the player. I could absolutely be wrong. He might be an all-pro in Carolina. And we'll sit back and go, damn, man. But again, doesn't even matter. And here's a reach, by the way, a cornerback. The, the Packers just picked Eric Stokes, a guy that you, you could have seen going in round three. So now, after the draft broke kind of the way every mock draft went in the front 10, you're starting to see now these weird picks come up here. And again, if people want to stretch and take corners, go ahead. The Eagles are, like I said, the edge rushers, by the way, those DNs, which they desperately need, are falling. The Eagles are going to have a really good opportunity here in round two to pick a really, really good edge rusher, which I would do in a heartbeat. That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm staring at defensive end because I'm seeing them fall, and I'm going, okay. Now here, by the way, is a pick where you know people think that the Eagles could trade their second round in Zach Ertz for the Bills. Uh, I don't envision that's going to happen um, because Buffalo, he's, Zach Ertz is getting paid almost $9 million next year. The teams just look at it and they, they don't think he's up to snuff for that contract. Now, I, I do envision a scenario where the Eagles traded that third round pick and they think maybe they could trade a fourth and Zach Ertz and move up to the third round, maybe their fifth and Zach Ertz and move into the fourth round. I believe that's possible. I don't believe there's going to be a, a scenario that they could trade their second and Zach Ertz and move into the first round. No. 
I think that's what's going to happen. And I think that's maybe more or less why the Eagles were so comfortable in trading that third-round pick and making sure they got the guy that they wanted and valued. It's been a grand slam day. Our offense next year has potential now. We have a good offensive line. You know what I mean? We uh, That's the thing with playing with all those injuries. The offensive line had to get like better. Those guys had to develop, and they did. They did. Be happy. We have weapons now on offense. We have a major, major weapon. Jalen Rager is going to be a year better. Devontae Smith is a stud. He is a freaking stud. He is unbelievable. He catches everything. Unbelievable route runner. Gets separation at the top of his routes. Played and dominated the best conference in collegiate football. Dominated the collegiate football playoff when you play the best teams to win a trophy. Oh, won the Heisman Trophy as a wide receiver. I don't care about his size. This is a new league. Like I said, it's it's not 1999 anymore, and I'm not asking him to block defensive ends. We're asking him to catch the football and accelerate, and that's what he can do. And they finally pick somebody from Alabama. Two years in a row, picking a wide receiver in round one. I know people get scared by that. I know that has Detroit Lions written all over it from when they did that years ago. But again, if you're not fixing the position, then what do you want? Now we have a very young wide receiver core with a lot of talent. There, there's talent here now. They have talent at the wide receiver position, and I'm not sure they're done filling the talent in this draft. They might just keep adding to it, which is cool by me. Go right ahead, please. Let's add them up. Let's line them up. But the way this draft is breaking, like I said, right now I believe that they would look edge rusher here in round two. It just makes sense now at this point. They're definitely going to get a corner eventually here. That would probably be in round three, maybe, or again, I don't know. Maybe in round two, they're going to have no choice with Stokes just going here. I mean, maybe they'll run on corners and, and they need to get a guy like St. Juiced. Or Tyson Campbell, you know what I mean? Asante Samuel Jr. out there. Happiness. I will be back tomorrow night. We will go over rounds two and three. We'll preview round four, five, and six and seven. Yeah, wow, I couldn't count. Four, five, six, and seven. Um, but tomorrow's a really important day, it is. That 37th pick is really, really important. They could trade back. They might trade back and get that third round pick. And then, again, they're not going to use all the picks they had. They were going to trade some picks. They weren't going to pick 11 guys. That was never going to happen. But again, if they do trade back, and let's say you acquire a third round pick, right? You can use those sixth round picks you have, and that those sevenths, and, and try to trade up with those. Which would be fine. An ideal. It's a great day for the Philadelphia Eagles. They got a stud wide receiver. Now we're sitting here with a, an offense that is dynamic, that has the opportunity to be so. You have Miles Sanders. You have Devontae Smith. You have Jalen Rager. You have Dallas Goddard. If Dallas Goddard could just stay healthy, that would be helpful. You have Travis Fulgham, who I still believe in. You have Greg Ward. You have John Hightower, who, again, a lot of people hate John Hightower. And again, I know we were critical of him last season, and his problem is just catching the football, but he runs really good routes. He got open a lot downfield. His problem is just catch the damn football. You have Quez Watkins, who looks like he has some juice. The offense could be good. And guess what? 
you got rid of the problem at quarterback and replaced it with a dynamic football player. I'm telling you, they believe in Jalen Hurts. If they didn't, Justin Fields would be here right now. And before I do get out of here, let's let's actually let's go over round two here. And I know I was saying, you know, I'm looking here at the draft prospects, and I was saying the name Jalen Phillips. He was picked already, so that that's out. So let's just look at the best available guys. And I, you know, it didn't come to my mind initially here when I I I don't, I don't know why. I guess maybe because I'm on cloud nine here because the Eagles finally did something right. But the kid from Notre Dame, the linebacker, is somehow gotten through for uh, round one. You know, Jeremiah Owusu Koromo, um, J-O-K as they call him. I mean, I, I butcher his name, but he's the best linebacker available here. This guy was supposed to go in round one for sure, and, and he has now fallen in round two. We're going to have a chance at getting him because here's my guess. Like, Elijah Moore fell out of round one. I, I could see somebody going up. Tevin Jenkins fell out of round one. I could see somebody picking him here. Christian Barmore, a guy that a lot of people thought the Eagles were going to pick, has fallen out of round one. Um, you know... Arjulari from uh, Georgia, he's an edge rusher. So right there was how many names? What? One, two, three, four, five. Eagles are picking 37th. So they're going to have the opportunity to get one of those guys. If they wanted to pick a safety, Trayvon Morig, the the guy from TCU who I I know a lot of people are kind of down on him now and Ardarius Washington went up a little bit and they're more so down because Morig, you know, I guess wasn't the football player that maybe Washington was, but his athleticism is, um, you know, off the charts. But I mean, Asante Samuel Jr. out here. Uh, Ronnie Perkins, he's a rusher, uh, defensive end from, you know, Oklahoma. Reduns, the the offensive tackle slash guard from, you know, North Dakota State. Javante Williams, the running back, you know what I mean? Liam Eikenberg, the the tackle from, uh, tackle guard from freaking Notre Dame. Uh, Tyson Campbell, cornerback. Nick Bolton, linebacker. There are a lot of good guys out here. I mean, Tutu Atwell, who's like 150 pounds, wide receiver. I mean, the Eagles aren't going to do that. But, you know, Jabril Cox, Terrace Marshall. You know, I mean, all these people who wanted to, you could, you could pick Terrace Marshall if you wanted. If you're not so sold on the fact that maybe um, Travis Fulgham could play outside receiver, you can draft, you know, Terrace Marshall here. And you could have a combination of Smith and Rager playing inside and outside too. I mean, that's allowed. You could do that. Do I think they're going to do that? No, because, I mean, whatever. But if they're staying true to their board, I mean, I said Landon Dickerson's name. You know what I mean? There are a lot of good guys here. Rondell Moore fell out. There are a lot of good guys, a lot of wide receivers. So my guess here is we're going to probably see somebody, you know, tomorrow go up and maybe try to get a wide receiver because there's a couple good ones out here. There are a couple good offense alignment. I'm telling you, I, I really think the Eagles have a shot here at nailing the linebacker position with the 37th pick. If the kid from Notre Dame is there, they got to do it. you got to do it. He is by far the best player available. They'd have to do it. So my round two prediction here, I mean, Barmore is going to be out there. I mean, they're, they're going to, again, you want run-stuffing defensive tackles in this scheme that they're going to have, and Christian Barmore fits that. It's a way to strengthen their line. But there are a lot of good players that have fallen in around two. A lot of guys I did not ever expect. So, you know, Asante Samuel Jr., like I said, you know. And I think running back in round three was possible. I thought it was more possible when they had two third-round picks. But now that they have one still, I mean, again, I don't think they're comfortable with just Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. They just did this last year. I mean, if they're going to fill behind Miles Sanders, I could see them in round three or four trying to address that as well. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow night 
because I, I'm assuming tomorrow, you know, we don't pick a running back. So we'll preview that for, uh, you know, day three. But home run, A-plus day. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I want everybody out there to be excited. Let's get this going. Tomorrow's a very big day. The Eagles have a very, very good chance to nail this second-round pick. They're going to have a very good chance to get a really good player. They're going to have their options. I mean, look at what I just said. A lot of guys I did not expect are still there. So be safe. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay educated. Go Eagles, go.